Have you ever found yourself wondering about the role that Canadians played in old-time radio? Well, wonder no more. During the next 60 minutes, we'll delve into the careers of actors, writers, and directors who went abroad to find work, as well as those who stayed right here in Canada. Join me as together we explore Canadians in old-time radio. there and welcome once again to another episode of Canadians in Old Time Radio, a project of CATRA, the Canadian Old Time Radio Alliance. And I would urge you to go to our website, www.catra.ca, and you'll find all sorts of interesting things, a calendar of births and deaths, and uh, some clips from various programs, so I invite you to have a look at uh, all of that and a listen. Today for our uh, Made in Canada segment, we're going back to 1938 and a remote session that the CBC presented uh, of a uh, program called Jam Session, and the band leader was Sandy DeSantis. It's swing time along the network of the CBC as we present the music of Sandy DeSantis and his orchestra. Palomar, Canada's most beautiful ballroom located in downtown Vancouver. Vocalists on tonight's program, Ethel Lang and Don Baker. For the next 30 minutes, we invite you to swing away your troubles with DeSantis.
On this next one is the title tune from the production, True Confession. Deep impression that my heart must be. 
reveal Let me confess that I feel for you The dreams that I dream I'd even lie and I'd feel for you For most any extreme This is my true confession I swear by stars above Now you're in complete possession of my secret of love. Now another show production from Cole Porter's Rosalie. Don Baker sings the title tune. Rosalie. My darling, Rosalie, my dream Since one night when stars danced above I'm old, oh, so much in love Rosalie, have mercy Rosalie, don't be won't you make my life thrilling? Tell me you're willing to be mine, Rosalie, mine. Swings and oldie, if I could be with you.
Ethel Lang comes back to the microphone to revive another old one until the real thing comes along. Farewell, my love. 
Until we meet tomorrow Let's leave the night And it's the night To start the love Farewell, my love Let's spread our hearts and follow Each other's dreams Each other's schemes Each other's love One kiss to guide you While I walk beside you And one more thought for me For happiness Farewell, my love A smile will greet tomorrow And so I'll say Till dawn of day Farewell, my love Stop me from dreaming.
Santos presents Ethel Lang singing More Than You Know. Santa Select, I Never Knew.
two choruses of My Blue Heaven. Time 
time is up. This has been the music of Sandy DeSantis and his orchestra coming to you from the Palomar, Canada's most beautiful ballroom located in the heart of downtown Vancouver. Vocalists were Ethel Lang and John Baker. And this is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. For our Canadians Abroad segment, we're headed back to July 19th of 1946 and an episode of Summer Mercury Theatre, hosted by Orson Welles. But featured in the show is Canadian actor, writer, and director Fletcher Markle in a play called Life with Adam. Good evening, this is Orson Welles, your producer of a special series of broadcasts presented by the makers of Pabst Blue Ribbon, the Mercury Summer Theater of the Air. Tonight and every Friday night, Pabst Blue Ribbon presents you with a front row seat in America's favorite summer theater. So while America's famous producer, writer, director, Orson Welles, entertains you, pour yourself a tall, frosted glass of Pabst Blue Ribbon and enjoy at the same time great entertainment and this truly great beer. Last week, ladies and gentlemen, last week, right after signing off, we met a man from Canada who ran off a record for us, the transcription of a broadcast presented by Stage 46, that exciting radio series produced by Andrew Allen up in Toronto. We loved it, all of us in the Mercury who listened, and we figured you listeners stateside shouldn't have to miss the fun from up above the border. So, the previously announced Treasure Island goes back on the shelf to make room for a light-hearted little libel entitled Life with Adam. A sort of satire this is on somebody of a similarity almost photographic and certainly surgical to your obedient servant. In other words, the hero of tonight's story is me but I refuse to admit it to the extent of playing the part myself. No, I'm just going to sit back in the control room and make myself comfortable, as comfortable as possible under the circumstances. When lampooning a contemporary, the neatest evasion of the libel laws, you know, is a simple switch of the victim's name by translating... I better try that again. By translating Alexander Walker to Sheridan Whiteside, the authors of The Man Who Came to Dinner were spared a lawsuit, although the model of the comedy could not be restrained from enacting himself in the road company. Turning the name Orson Welles into the even unlikelier Adam Bonnie Castle, playwright Hugh Kemp of Canada not only scored a thundering success on the radios of our good neighbors to the north, but wins a half hour of his model's hard-won airtime without having to endure a performance of the model by the model himself. No, I definitely am not going to act myself. And no cracks, please, about how I never have. Canada's celebrated and very, very talented Fletcher Marco, who's the man who brought us the record, and who created the role and who is also the show's director tonight will be heard in what might be described as my place. Since there is no valid contribution I can make to Life with Adam beyond having posed for the original of this divertisement, I therefore yield the studio to an impersonation which, believe me, is something less than a compliment and something more than a comment. Chester. Hi, Chubb. What are you doing? Melting. I'm melting away. Hello, George. 
same old thing. Yes, Miss Holiday. Now, Evie, what is all this? Yes, what are you doing in New York when you could be at Sleden? Mm, it's a long story, Chubb, but it goes in one sentence. I'm sick of the people I know. Does that sound awful? No worse than it did the last time. How's New York? Dull. Who's around? The kids that are working. What about you, Chubb? Oh, nothing I haven't written about. Oh, hey, I brought something to show you. Right. Oh, that. A day with Eve Holiday. Have you seen it? They sent me a card. I think it's swell. Let me see it. The pictures are nice. Just a sec. Turn back a couple of pages. Hmm? Oh, this. Life with Adam. Adam Bonnycastle writes, produces, acts, lectures, composes, paints. I saw Mac once. Cute. He needs a shave. I think he's here in town. Oh, I see you've read this. I had nothing to do on the train. The 27-year-old wizard, who can do everything but add, is absolutely tireless. Fresh from a successful run in his own musical, Big Nemo, Bonnie Castle is now in rehearsal with a traditional version of Richard III. He lectures twice weekly at two universities. Will guest appear as Sidney Carton on the August 12th broadcast of All Star Theater. He's super thyroid. All Star Theater? Hey, that's Daddy's show. He's a sponsor. You want to go, huh? Might be something to do. Heavens, not me. I'll get tickets. You want to ask anybody? Let's go alone. Oh, I forgot you're sick of people. How about this? Adam Bonnycastle rejected the agency's adaptation of A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> did a new stylized version himself. I see him, foremost of just judges and honored men, bringing a boy of my name with a forehead that I know and golden hair to his Hey, he's all right. What do you think, Dean? He needs a haircut. Oh, I wouldn't mind an evening with that boy. Not my type. Doctor, tell the child my story with a tender and a faltering voice. It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done. It is a far, far better rest I go to than I have ever known. from his production of Shakespeare's Richard III to appear on tonight's All-Star Theater. Get out of here. There are too many people. Oh, stop being so blase. I think it's exciting. That's what I think. It's cool in here. Half of my clothes are still as sneezing. You look beautiful. Gosh, that tan alone is enough. Come on, I can plow through the crowd. Excuse me. I'd like to. I'd like to. I couldn't possibly make it. Mr. Bonnie Castle, there are people on all the phones. Take messages, please, will you? Jenkins? Where's Jenkins? Here I am. Take a note, will you? Page 18, Richard. Um, subjective approach. I don't know what that means. Remind me. Yes, Mr. Bonnie Castle. Mr. Bonnie Castle, you're 
elevator's waiting. I'll be right there. Here's the producer, Mr. Bonnycastle. Well, Mr. Bonnycastle, beautifully played, beautifully played. It was a real pleasure to produce, a real pleasure. I don't know why. Oh, Mr. Bonnycastle, you do at rehearsal at Richard. I'm coming right away. I have an idea for Buckingham's costume. Tell Forrest to see me at breakfast. Breakfast is booked. Breakfast is booked. You can booked. drive over to the university with you. Mr. Bonnycastle, I'm Chubb Horton. My father... Mr. Bonnycastle, long distance wants you to Hollywood. It's that ridiculous woman. I can't talk to Mr. her. Mr. Bonnycastle, my father... I forgot to tell you, the car won't be ready till tomorrow. Now get an ambulance, will you? I can't stand taxis. Mr. Bonnycastle, my yes, father... Yes, little girl, what is it about your father? Does he want to act? I'm Chubb Horton. My father sponsors this program. Why? I don't know either. It's perfectly dreadful. Uh, may I present Eve Holliday, Mr. Bonnie Castle? How do you do? Hello. Jenkins, I like the fellow read the sentry. Get his name, will you? Come on, Chubb. You've met the boy wonder. Mr. Bonnie Castle, I have a car right out front. I'd be glad to drive Thank you. Thank you. That's very kind. Very kind. Chubb, I'll meet you somewhere afterwards. Oh, you don't be a prima donna. Come for a nice drive. Come on, Jenkins. Goodbye, kiddies. I love you all. <laughs> Quite, thank you. Very pleasant. How about you, Eve? I will be soon. How far is the theater? Oh, bear up, Miss Holliday. Jenkins, this child doesn't admire me. What's the matter, Miss? Do you want to be an actress? I do not. Thank heavens. What were you doing there tonight? You're much too fashionable to be interested in radio. I was trapped into it. So was I. May I ask a question, Mr. Bonnycastle? Of course. Are you really as unbearable as you seem? <laughs> I don't know. Jenkins, am I as unbearable as I seem? Sometimes, Bonnie boy, sometimes you're a prize. And at other times, you're a dear. Tonight, I'm a prize. Uh, what about you? Are you really the empty shell you seem? Eve is a darling. You leave her alone. You like her, huh? What do you like about her? Everything. She's wonderful. She has looks, style, social position. She spends too much time dressing. Why don't you get your hair cut? Eve's trouble is that she's bored. Ah, bored. That's wonderful. What are you bored about? You at the moment, also the summer. I'd forgotten how dull New York is in the summer. New York is exciting. You are dull. Let's not discuss me. What do you mean by dull? Everybody's away. No good parties. No good parties. What a mind you must have, my butterfly. No wonder you wear dark glasses. <laughs> I'll bet you have full-length mirrors on your wall. You're stealing my line. The theater's just around the corner. We'll get out here. All right, right I'll stop on the other side. Excuse me. I, I enjoyed the play, Mr. Bonnie Castle. See you again, I hope. Thanks very much, Chubbin. You too. What did you say your name was? I didn't. She's Eve Holliday. Eve Holliday. Nice. Miss Holliday, you have good legs. Jenkins, I like the pretty girl. <laughs> that magazine. You're sitting on it. Don't you think he's good looking? I suppose if you like the type. Writes, produces, acts, lectures, composes, paints. That Miss Jenkins seemed like a nice person. How old did you say she was? Oh, 35. You think she's given up hope? Ah, <laughs> oh, no. Born in Dayton, Ohio, Bonnie Castle was doing finished paintings at the age of five, composing at seven. Hmm... He needs the mustache, though. Hello? Adam Bonnycastle. Adam Bonnycastle what? This is Adam speaking. 
Yes. You drove me to the theater a couple of nights ago. Yes, I remember. You were very busy. You were very bored. Are you still bored? At the moment, yes. After my rehearsal tonight, I have three hours off. Will you meet me? I have three dates. Don't be irrelevant. I have a whole cast waiting. Of course I won't meet you. How'd you get my private phone? I didn't. Jenkins did. She can get anything. Did you get your hair cut? I have a picture magazine here, Life. It says, A Day with Eve Holiday. I've seen it. Eve Holiday believes in glamour around the clock. She breakfasts on grapefruit and coffee, wearing a beautifully designed mandarin coat of chartreuse. What a horrible waste of a life. What are you being so useful about? Life is a race against death. And you hope to win? I'll be through at midnight. Will you meet me? Definitely not. At the theater? No. That was a very bad dress, kiddies, but I love you all. Your little lamb. Lambkin. Do it like that in Boston and we'll all have to work in radio again. Jenkins! Jenkins, get Smith for breakfast and tell him to bring his sketchbook. Okay, Mr. Bonnycastle. Smith for breakfast. Adam, we're going out for smoked meat. You want to come? Can't send one over for me, will you? I'll be here. And coffee, a quart of coffee. Adam! Bonnie! What is it, Jenkins? Someone down here to see you. Huh? Oh, look who it is. Didn't expect you. You see the dress? I just came in. If you'll excuse me, I, um, I haven't slept this week. Thanks, Miss Jenkins. Okay, Jenkins. Quits for tonight. In the morning. Night, Bonnie. So, you didn't expect me. I never expect a woman. Where are we going? I have to get this stuff off my face. You do your own makeup? Yes, always. I'm an expert. You wear too much. Ha! That's a horrible mouth. I'll fix you it. You leave it alone. It droops. What a dismal droop. Why did you ask me out tonight? Why'd you accept? What's that stuff? Benzedrine? You look terrible. Are you sick? I'm a little tired. Why don't you go to bed? It's habit forming. What's the point behind all this routine? You resent it, don't you? Why should I resent it? It's a challenge to your way of life. Why do you do it? When I was 20, it seemed a good way to be very important. Now you're 27. Why do you keep it up? Nothing else seems very important. Poor man. How'd you get time off tonight? I canceled things. Where are we going? Any ideas? You want your picture taken, is that it? Autograph. No, that isn't it. What is it, then? You're beautiful. You fascinate me. I have a farm about half an hour out Westchester. Do you want to go sit on a swing? I do not. How about a club? I thought you were tired of that life. I'm no farm girl. Well, here you are sitting on a swing. Do you like it? What are you doing with the farm? I bought it for Jenkins. There are times when I haven't any money. Jenkins keeps me. Who is Jenkins? She used to be an actress, but it made her sick at the stomach. Now she manages me. What are you doing next month? Boston, Richard, and I'm starting a new radio series. And I have lectures. We're planning a new Hamlet. When do you rest? I take a deep breath every now and then. What are you doing in New York in August? I got sick of the country life. I want to be useful. You're out of character. You dislike me, don't you? I like you very much. Why did you ask me out? Why did you come? To put you in your place? You're not trying very hard. No. You're not playing fair. You're being defenseless. You're disappointed? No. Surprised? Yes. Why? That public performance of yours is a lily. You're not like that. What am I like? You'll hate this. Go ahead, offend me. You're more like Huckleberry Finn. Matt? No. Please. What? 
I didn't think you'd read Huckleberry Finn. You'd be surprised what I've read. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Why? Surprise is mainly an act. People aren't surprised nearly as often as they think they are. Well, being honest tonight. I'm being honest. You're being sulky. I'll be honest, too, Adam. What? I want to be kissed. <laughs> surprise, surprise. You're not going to be. You're very cute. I thought we were being honest. I told you about your mouth back in the dressing room. Let's go home. I've had enough of the country. Huck. This is your obedient servant, Adam Bonner. Excuse me, Orson Welles. You are not listening to me. You're listening to Canada's radio star, Fletcher Markle, in his own production of Hugh Kemp's Canard, called Life with Orson, excuse me, Life with Adam. And now, while Mr. Markle and I rest from his exertions, here is Jim Amici to tell you about smooth and sparkling... Yes, smooth and sparkling Pabst Blue Ribbon. As one of the Mercury players was saying just before the start of tonight's show, Jim, you're right when you tell folks to keep on asking for Pabst Blue Ribbon. For shortage or no shortage, that Pabst Blue Ribbon taste is as perfect as ever. Yes, of course it is. After all, Pabst Blue Ribbon, as always is happily blended of those never less than 33 fine brews. Naturally, the flavor is just bound to be not too light, not too heavy, but fresh, clean, sparkling, with the real beer flavor coming through just the way you like it. So, when occasionally your dealer is unable to supply you with all of this truly great beer you like, please keep right on asking for blended, splendid Pabst Blue Ribbon. Comes now Act Two of Life with Adam. And remember, please, any similarity to living persons is purely intentional. Well, don't keep me waiting, Eve. What about him? What about Adam Bonnycastle? Is this really it? Oh, Chubb, what would I do? Sit at rehearsals all the time? Besides, I'd get very tired of his shouting at Jenkins. Jenkins! Coming, Bonnie. What is it? You take that other phone. I'm busy on these two. Okay. All right. Harry, I'll catch up with you in Boston. Speaking. Yes, I'd Can like I to do it very you? much. Depends on how long Richard runs. Well, Mr. Runs. Bonnie Castle isn't casting just for About a month, I'd say. Well, what have you done? Now, goodbye, Harry. Oh, Hello, I uh, see. Frank. About well, those pictures, will you take them again? No, Frank. Just pictures. If I want portraits, I'll get paintings yes. made. Yes, I'll. Anytime you I'm say between sorry. 4 and 4.15. Try us again. Okay, goodbye. Jenkins, don't give me that reproachful look. Bonnie, you're 40 minutes late. What have you got there? The remains of the mail. Do I have to read it? There are a couple you should look at. One very personal. What does it say? It's an invitation to a something on Saturday afternoon, Eve Holiday. Oh. You want to go? We drove out to the farm the other night. Did you have a time? She excites me. She's not your type. What is my type? Me, about ten years ago. She gives me a lift. That's important. Well, go to her party. You can do your card trick. I did a social season once. I can't stand repetition. Maybe you'll like her little chums. The dialogue will be very bright, I'm sure. Uh, she's not like the rest of them. She's trying to break away. Oh, pardon my guffaw. Jenkins, you're very sweet. I love you, you know. I know. You won't leave me, will you? No, Bonnie. I'll be around. Jenkins? Yes? Cancel everything between now and Monday. Rehearsals, meetings, lectures. What's the matter, Bonnie? Let's not be analytical. 
I've got to do my lines. Memory's slipping. All right. I'll be in my office if you want. Fine. Flourish. A flourish, trumpets. Strike alarm, drums. Let not the heavens hear these telltale women rail on the Lord's anointed. Strike, I say! Either be patient and entreat me fair, or with the clamorous report of war, thus will I drown your exclamation. Something. I can't think of anything. Why did you call? Jenkins told me to. I'm busy, Adam. What are you doing? Chester's here. He's playing the piano. The amateur hour. How I hate amateurs. You're getting insulting. I want to see you. When did that come over you? Just now. I can't possibly see you. I'll pick you up. We'll do some bars. No. In about half an hour. No, I mean it. I want you. No. Did you get my invitation? Yes. Well, are you coming to the party? I'm terribly busy. My weekend is filled. Chester's pounding. I have to get back. I want you. No. Goodbye, Adam. Jenkins! What is it? I feel fine, thank you. Very bright. Slave, I have set my life upon a cast, and I will stand the hazard of the die. I think there be six Richmonds in the field. Five have I slain today instead of him. A horse. A horse, my kingdom for a horse. You. Hey, you, how do I get out to the garden? Right through there. But yell bingo before you do. Thank you. Look. Look, what is done cannot be now amended. Men shall deal unadvisedly sometimes which after hours give leisure to repent. If I did take the kingdom from your sons, to make amends, I'll give it to your daughter. Hi, Adam. Huh? Come on over, over here. Oh, Chubb. Who's that? King Richard. What are you doing out here by yourself? Getting my breath. This is some party for August. Who are these people? Eve's friends? Some are. Some just came along. How do you tell them apart? You don't like us very much, do you? I don't lump you all together. We're not really like this. A lot of it's just an act trouble with us is that we're bored. Nuts. All right. But you have to understand that if you want to understand Eve. Chubb, you seem like a good fellow. Why don't you stop this nonsense? What do you want me to do? Sit at home? Try it at once? Didn't like it. Eve doesn't seem too ecstatic at the moment. Eve gets moods. Hmm. Besides, you're not supposed to be out in the garden when she's inside. Oh, there's Joe. I better go in. You mean there's another one? Darling winter place, it's stone, has four huge bedrooms, one smaller one, an enormous living room, wood paneled, and the cutest furniture. Is it as nice as our place last year? Yes, I think so. And Peggy has promised to find us a maid. A job, darling. It's about time. Sounds wonderful, June. June, this is Adam Bonnycastle, June Delaplante. Eve, darling, he's cute. How did you get him? Madam, take your arms from around my neck. He's shy. Oh, isn't that, darling? June has found us a house for the winter. What's the matter with this house? A winter place in the Laurentian. Oh, that's wonderful. I hate the thought of being stuck in town all winter. What do you do up there? We ski, silly boy. We ski. <laughs> I don't think I'd be much of a skier. What's that got to do with it? The man's human. He's actually human. He doesn't ski. Did you see 
anybody else? Yes, Peg told me that Dottie is taking that little blue place. You know, the one that looks like French pastry. Chester! Adam, don't shout. Chester, if you must play that, for heaven's sakes, give it a reasonable expression. Don't push. Now, Chester, watch. Listen. See, like this. Like this. 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 You get it? You get anything? No. It does sound better, Chester. I'm going home. Chester. I feel like singing. I feel like singing. Adam, do you know Row, 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 Your Boat? I do not. Do you know it's the talk of the town? Will you stop clinging to me? Don't you disagreeable? Don't you know any popular music? I mean, it's Saturday. How about onesie, twosie? Chester! Chester, wait for me. Adam! Adam! Adam, if you leave now, we're all through. All through. We were all through before we ever met. Onesie, twosie, it's the talk of the town. No, I'm very sick now. I'm upset. So, you fell off your good behavior. Bonnie, you do learn the hard way. Chubb, the little girl, a fat one, turned out to be a campfire singer. I could have told you that. There was a girl there, not a girl, a creature. If you wrote her into a script, people would say it was corny. She kept talking about a house. Well, what about the weekend? I canceled everything. Do you want me to uncancel? Might as well try to save tomorrow. This evening's gone. I'll work by myself. All right, I'll check with you first thing in the morning. Take it easy, Greasy. It's a long, Thanks long for flight. coming over. Do you want a cab? Charlie! Oh, I forgot he went out for the night. I'd rather walk. Night. Night. As I intend to prosper and repent... So thrive I in my dangerous attempt of hostile arms. Myself, myself confound. Heaven and fortune bar me happy hours. Day, yield me not thy light, nor night thy rest. Oh, as I intend to prosper and repent, so thrive I in my dangerous attempt. You change your mouth. You haven't changed your manners. No, come in. What are you doing? Rehearsing. It's Saturday night, didn't you know? So I heard. Where's your party? You behaved dreadfully this afternoon. Why do you bother with those people? They're unbelievably unimportant. They're my friends. What's the matter? Can't you interest any real people? Oh, stop acting. Who decorated this place? Nobody. I hate decorators. It just grew. Parts of it are still empty. Who was that June character? June's a darling when you know her. I'll never find out. Who painted this portrait? I did. Who is it? Shirley. My wife. You were married? When I was 20. For a year. What happened? I needed more people. So did Shirley. Where is she now? In San Francisco, I think, enjoying a very successful second marriage. Are you in love with her? What are you doing here? Oh, Adam, Adam, Adam. That's what I came for. I should go. Why do you want to? No. No, no, no. There's no sense in this. Since when have you tried to make sense? When we're alone. That's good. More, more, more. When are you leaving? In a week, I'll be away a year. Why so long? Richard closes New York. I'm going to the West Coast. Want to come? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it? I never knew what incompatibility meant until I ran into you. I suppose Miss Jenkins is going with me. I couldn't live without her. Will you think of me? Not for long. Another winter with your little chums in the north, and you'll be undistinguishable. I want the winter. We could have fun if you stayed. Yes, couldn't we? We could all get suntanned. You don't laugh enough. We'll do you good to have some fun. My dear child, I have more fun in a minute than you have in a week. Don't call me a child. When you were 17, somebody convinced you that you were very important. You've carefully preserved the illusion. And the age. Adam, 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 I want to be kissed. Adam. 
Oh, well, this is impossible, ridiculous. We have nothing in common, have we? Absolutely nothing. I know it couldn't work. I know that. Nobody's fault. Just a difference of background, a temperament. Would be miserable. Completely. Perhaps if we'd met in another lifetime. Under totally different We'd have a magnificent week, and then we'd run into that party crowd of yours. Oh, a week of rehearsal. Not hating each other. Really hate. Oh, it would be impossible. Quite impossible. Oh, but let's try it, shall we? Shall we? Darling. Love. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just heard Life with Adam. For this unabashed assault upon us, the Mercury leased out its studio tonight to an all-star cast of talented Canadians. Grace Matthews was Eve, John Draney was Chester, Hadley Rennie was, among other things, the waiter and producer, Patricia Judre was Chubb, and there was Mr. Fletcher Markle, whose excruciating portrait of your producer, your producer, is not likely to live down. A few Mercury refugees did just manage to nudge up to the microphone. There was that old maestro Bernard Herman, for instance, who conducted the original music, which was conducted, which was written by Lucio Agostini, the original Canadian broadcast. That was Mercedes to Cambridge for a minute there, June, and sharing the top billing with Mr. Marco, a Mercury veteran who's added stardom on Broadway to her position as one of radio's most highly regarded artists. Our own Miss Betty Gard. She was Jenkins. And now, before telling you about next week. A word from Jim Amici. Let me remind you to be patient with your dealer when occasionally these days he's unable to supply you with all the Pabst Blue Ribbon you'd like. He's doing his best. You can be sure of that. Yes, and here's something else you can be sure of. Every single bottle of Pabst Blue Ribbon you do get will, as always, be the happy blending of never less than 33 fine brews. Yes, every foaming, frosty glass you enjoy... Will, as always, have that famous Pabst Blue Ribbon flavor. Not too heavy, not too light, but fresh, clean, sparkling, with the real beer taste coming through the way you like it. So keep asking for blended, splendid Pabst Blue Ribbon. And now here's a very important message from Secretary Anderson of the Department of Agriculture. Mr. Anderson says, quote, The immediate problem that faces a war-torn world is food. For after this week of spade work and education comes the constant performance through autumn that should result in making this year the greatest season of home food preservation in history, unquote. And now, Mr. Wells. Next week, a real thriller dealer, Moat Farm, by Norman Corwin. Until then, speaking for my sponsors and for all of us in the Mercury, I remain, as always, obediently yours. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Well, I guess that just about does it for this time. I do hope you'll join me again for another episode of Canadians in Old Time Radio. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed the shows you've heard during the past hour, be sure to tune in again next week, same time, same station, when once again, we'll listen to programs that are remembered today thanks to the involvement of Canadians in Old Time Radio. 
This is Devin Wilkins speaking.